Too Much Dip Podcast. It's Monday. My name is David. I'm going to host. Joining me in studio today, filling in for one Dylan Chivery. It's a guy we all know and love. He is the host of the Cold Stove Podcast, also the Mail-In Podcast. He's just a, a utility guy of the highest order. His name's Big Game Brett Merriman. Thank you, Dave. Uh, Four-tool player, myself. Speed has never been my thing. Uh, best day of the year. NHL uh, playoff hockey starts tonight. Is that tonight? Tonight. <laughs> what a coincidence. It's crazy that you're wearing a uh, very nice Tyler Sagan jersey. I'm kitted up. I'm kitted up. I'm going to sweat through it here in the studio, but it's worth it. Um, Brett, man, we're, uh, we're happy to have you. It's timely. Brett's going to be nice enough to sit in on the whole show. He's got some takes. He even introduced... To the rundown, a new segment, which I haven't even looked at, haven't reviewed it. So if it goes poorly, pretty much all on him. But also, uh, it stops, <laughs> the buck stops with me and KJ. So who knows? But I trust Brett. So let's introduce our uh, our other co-host. This is a guy. Here's a guy who uh, lives out around Madison Way. In fact, he lives in Madison, Wisconsin. His name's KJ. Coming to you live from... Um... Where it's still winter, apparently. Uh, shout out to all of the 70-degree weather I had last week. It was beautiful. Uh, in fact, I think I put on a medal celebrating my survival of uh, my first winter here in the Midwest. Uh, karma caught up with me, and you know we had a light dusting of about three to four inches uh, overnight. And as far as I know, maybe still some flurries. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, yeah, just seasonal depression, just projecting that out there. How are you fellas doing? Great. You know, with Austin, and we're going to regret saying this probably in a month, the weather has been remarkable. It has not uh, – 90 degree plus one time so far. The evenings, like, have just been so pleasant. Like, Gorgeous. You got to cherish it. And uh, you get – I think we said on on Circling Back, you get like 10 actual days where you can go out, not worry about sweating too much, and then also like your allergies won't kill you. Um, I've been having a good time. Been taking extra long walks with uh, the Rand Man, my dog, and my son, my son and my partner Rhodes. Um, but it's been great, man. KJ, I'm 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 sorry. I don't mean to rub it in. I know you're going through it. Three to four inches is no joke to me. If I heard that growing up, that there was a chance of three to four inches of snow, I was like, well, shut down the fucking city, shutting it down. Can't function with that. That's too much snow. It's a lot of stress on the grid. Call the that boys, too. mix it up. Mm. You got to shovel any snow? Uh, I, yeah, I pushed some around before walking. Uh, walking Wallace is my dog. Um, leads to the fun. Where's Wallace around the house? Never really gets old. It should, but it doesn't. Um, knocked that out early this morning. Ran out of energy by about ten o'clock. Do you have uh, any rock that's salt? When I just dove into the, in the garage, KJ. Rock salt. Oh uh, yeah, I've got some some no melt. Uh, laying around mm. it, it it wasn't that bad um it was just more of like the you know what you really felt ready to appreciate every beautiful day which we've had a decent handful of um and as soon as my wife was like hey i've got a conference going out of town for the week enjoy it <laughs> uh we get a slate of like snow and rain uh which last time this happened we had daycare shut down. It was, it was hell. That's not happening this week. Good vibes only from here on out. Speaking of which, anytime there's an excess of any condiments, I've got to bring it up. I feel like one of my group chats, uh, somebody established very subtly that they were uh, 
flush with some homemade salsa. David, anything to share with uh, the fellas as we get into meat smoking season? KJ, I think you're aware that um, I kind of went on a taco journey. I went a little taco crazy, taco loco, as um, you could say. Over the weekend, during a 24-hour period, I did, in fact, eat 12 tacos, 12 carnitas tacos. <laughs> I ate 12, Brett. Homemade. Oh, my God, Dave. I made my own carnitas. How many different settings? Or, you know, how many, how many different? Three. Okay. Dinner, lunch. Not dinner. bad. Within 24 hours. And uh, I got to say, the way my tum-tum has reacted after I just ate lunch, not tacos for the record, I'm a little worried. But that's okay. That's not the point here. The point is this recipe that I made, um, it has you, 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 you cook the carnitas in the oven, you just put them in there for like three and a half, four hours, let them, let them cook. And then when you're done, you drain the juice and then you use that to make your tomatillo sauce, salsa, you know, mm. you get your tomatillos, you put them in there, your jalapenos, some onion, blend it up, put it in the Vitamix, chopped it up real good, something real proper like. Made about, um, I don't know, half a gallon of fucking tomatillo. <laughs> it, was an, it was an insane amount of tomatillo. I, I'm just looking at it like, okay, I, don't, I feel bad wasting this, but I, we don't have, I mean, we can't fill up multiple uh, containers of Tupperware with tomatillo because it's not going to stay good for, you know, three or four days. So we had to dump out a lot of it. But yeah, KJ, I, I'm, thank you for asking because... <laughs> You know, when I initially sent that I was making a, a carnitas recipe to our uh, Call of Duty group text, I don't know why I thought I'd get more. more. Nobody responded for like three hours. Then Zach, our, our friend Zach, was nice enough to be like, hey, man, how'd it go? I missed the initial warning shot, I guess. Maybe uh, uh, maybe that's what my issue was. But uh, then I saw the slew of the fact that others in the group had also decided to smoke some meats. And I was, I was quite jealous. Quite jealous. You know, if you've got a shaker bottle around, you know, just pick that bad boy up, fill it up with some tomatillo sauce. I don't know, maybe mix in some AG1. Who knows? Get crazy with it. There are many ways to, uh, you know, make do with extra sauce around the house. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Man, I don't know. <laughs> you just ca casually sneak in an AG1 shout out. <laughs> I am disappointed you didn't bring it in. I don't know. I mean, I, we could have done something with that today. I still have some. I would love to try your tomatillos, Dave. Uh, I can give you the tomatillo. I'm out of the carnitas. I'm out. Mm. I we as again as I stated earlier, I had 12 tacos uh, during a 24 hour period, and um, part of me was thinking like, is this? Because you know, you think of like a a wild animal when they eat. Like they have, I, they don't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as you guys are aware. It's like if you're like a wolf, you might you say you take down a llama or something. That's uh, the geography. The geography. Is that not a thing? I just don't think there's mm. enough crossover mm -hmm. in the in the range okay. of either animal. Let's say you get a hold of a cow. Okay. You bust in and you just get that cow. You're eating off that thing for <laughs> like the entire day. You're just kind of grazing. You run off, go uh, force them with the boys maybe. Um, then you come back, eat a little bit more. So like the stomach of the wild animal, it's 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 used to that. Whereas humans, we have variety. And I was wondering how my body would react from just eating 12 tacos, 12 carnitas tacos, corn tortillas, onions, cilantro, homemade tomatillo again. I was just wondering how it would react. And it reacted quite well. But I, again, I am kind of on – I'm on possible tum-tum watch here for the next uh, two hours. So, 
You and Will. Not to, not yeah. to not stretch this out too much more, but you know, I'd like to commend you for you know recognizing, hey, we're we have an excess. Let's go ahead and get rid of it. Uh, as my daughter had her first birthday last week. Happy birthday to her. Camille's pretty freaking excellent. Um, we had her whole birthday cake. It was me, my wife, Kai and Camille. That's too much. That's way too much. I too made the decision. You know what? Nobody needs to be picking off this three, four days later. What am I going to do? Put in the kids like daycare boxes to go to school with. Like I know one thing was going to happen if it stuck around. I was going to be eating it at like 11 o'clock. Got rid of it. That is a far, far journey from where I was. I don't know, maybe post-grad when I would do Papa John's Ranger 7 promo and leave the pizza on top of like, I don't know, a cable box or something to stay kind of warm for maybe a day-ish or so. And mm. then just, you know, pick up a slice on the way out each day. God, I knew people who would just leave the pizza right in the box, not even put it in their fridge and just eat Gray's off it for the next couple of days. Mm. I think you I try to keep eat. it warm. So you're saying the cable box kept it warm from like the the use of that? Like you throw it on yeah. the Xbox when it's like doing the thing where it sounds like it's taking you off? Man, that's depressing mm-hmm. as hell, dude. What? <laughs> <laughs> if you put it in the kitchen, it's free game. When you've got three or four roommates, you're not risking whatever like, okay, I have a pizza for seven bucks. That's food all week. I'm not trying to be at Wednesday and I don't know, JB or Bryce have just like, Gone ham on half of my uh, sausage and pepper. Keg in the closet, pizza on the cable box, left (laughs) over from the night before. That's not how it goes. That's a different version. Exactly. Um, Let's do sports. Let's do sports. We. I'd love to. Dylan's not here. He did go to the UT spring game. Um. I will. The only thing I'll share on that is that a friend of mutual friend of Dylan and I, uh, in another group, Dylan and me. Uh, our buddy Mitch, he texted in my group like, hey, I heard Arch sucked ass. So I texted Dylan in the Too Much Dip, how'd Arch look? He said, I look like a freshman. And I was like, yeah, that's a nice way of saying he sucked ass. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Who knows? He, and, and again, Arch is 17, right? Or 18. He's a kid. He'll be fine. Not he, here to dunk He's not much. in his hometown, but I think he is 17. You're right. Oh, great point. A lot of good callbacks today. Brett, got hey. our, we got ourselves some NHL playoffs tonight, as you are aware. Oh, you want NHL? Oh, were you going to do NBA? Mm. You didn't want the, I, I I mean, the Charlotte Checkers and Lehigh Valley Phantoms play tonight. And and the okay. Rochester Americans, the Buffalo Sabres affiliate. I thought That's why I thought you wanted, so that's my expertise. They play the, uh. Uh, they play the uh, Syracuse Crunch, Dave, as you knew. Oh, the Crunch. Who's the, <laughs> the captain? Crunch. Of the Crunch? <laughs> yeah. The, he's like uh, Jean-Pierre Zouzemont. Dude, he's a great player. Yeah. He's a great prospect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's okay. Um, Texas Stars, number one seed in their division, dude. Got a little farm system. AHL, not what we're here to talk about. The NHL playoffs, the best playoffs in sports. KJ and Dave, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Cold Stove Podcast, you can hear more about it in depth, but we're going to just talk. We're going to talk hockey. I, I'm, I am beyond excited for, for multiple different series here. There's a, a great. Great bracket lineup. The Leafs are going to lose again in the first round. Can't wait for that because Twitter, hockey Twitter is a, a buzz when that happens. So that was my first question for you. Yeah. I said, is I was going to ask if this was the year the Maple laughs, KJ, oh, if they okay. make it out. Because it's been, what, like 20 years, uh, 19 years? Since, well, they, they, they haven't made it out of the first round in six consecutive playoffs. 
Like, like they, they, they have such a monkey on their back. It's almost absurd to the point where this thing is all mental. But they picked up Ryan O'Reilly at the trade deadline. Mental. Last time somebody did that, they won the Stanley Cup. Another day <laughs> savers there. Oh. oh, so I'm just saying, it, it doesn't look good for the Leafs. Doesn't look good for the Leafs, he said. Okay, noted. And and I I do have to say, um, follow our friend Pete Blackburn on Twitter for uh, NHL coverage. Yeah, uh, he skews Boston, which is fine. He has every right to do that. But uh, he is very funny when it comes to uh, ripping opposing uh, other fan bases. Not even like whoever Boston's up against. He'll 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 give you some Maple Leafs digs, and it's it always delivers. Yeah, Boston's got those uh, those Florida Panthers. In the building this week, Cinderella team, maybe. Yeah, they—they it's a down year for them. They—they uh, they have some good players. Kachuk is probably, probably a, a deserved heart trophy. That's the MVP. Uh, he, he's going to get some votes. Why'd you mansplain that? Because because the, the NHL their trophies are named. They're like people names. You know, they're like they're not just MVP. They're the name means something. I think that's how it should be. Really, I like that. So it's like, like the gold glove should be like the Cal Ripken Award or whatever. Um, I was gonna say the Hank Playlock Award, but yeah, Mike Schmidt Award. Yeah, the Mike <laughs> Schmidt Award. Wade Barnes, most beers drank on a flight, bro. I really spent all that time trying to find like something salacious to say about Frank Calder, but can't find anything. Oh, there's no, plenty, uh, there's plenty uh, of cons- problematic <laughs> figures in in early <laughs> NHL history. That's for sure. <laughs> Bobby Hall, uh, R.E.P. Just take one look at him, and you you know there's there's problems. <laughs> quick, quick, uninformed hockey thought on the Stanley Cup playoffs: uh, Is hockey going to do anything about their expansion draft structure slash rules? As we have now, the Kraken also in the playoffs. Granted, you know they're going against the Avs, likely going to be out in the first round. But I feel like it's the only league that absolutely juices their expansion teams as. The Golden Knights are still a relevant franchise. Not relevant, but, you know, oh, yeah. uh, worth I mean, their salt. And now the Kraken are there, too. Yeah, it says something about how they do it. Uh, they they give them – they don't give them the automatic first overall pick, but they give them a top three pick, like top three protected or whatever, then they have the, the lottery chances. Um, I also think there hasn't been a ton of expansion outside the NHL in the last 20-something years in sports. Right, like so. There's true. So maybe you you have Montreal becoming Washington, but you don't necessarily have like new teams since NBA, maybe in the in the nineties or Uh, Panthers, Jags would be the or Texans, technically David Carr kind of year, like yeah. Mm. So there really hasn't been a, a precedent in this salary cap era of sports. But great point. The NHL, I, I, you know, it's tough to be like, how do you, how do you do it? They said you have to pick from eight players on each team, and you have to protect so and so and so and so. You can protect eight players total, but only a max can be five of one position or whatever it might be. So, yeah, there's some tinkering that needs to to happen. But it also speaks to the depth of these NHL teams that you can take mm-hmm. one or two guys from each team or, or one guy from each team, and as long as you have a goalie or a coach. You, you know, all of a sudden things things happen quickly. I was uh, I remember being upset when uh, the Knights took uh, Cody Eakin from the uh, Dallas mm-hmm. Stars. I was yeah, like, you cannot take Cody Eakin. Well, Dave, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you felt that way because we nobody felt that way after. Yeah, absolutely nobody. Yeah, he's much maligned on Twitter or was. I don't know where he's at now. He might not be playing. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
Kind of ruined his life, so maybe they should change that. Cody Eakin is currently <laughs> playing with the SCL Tigers of the National League. Wow. They got the punks next week, too. Yeah, that's a When do they play question. the checkers? Um, I, you know what? I don't, I don't know where the National League is. It is the League of Switzerland. Oh, okay. The Swiss mm. League. Shout out Cody. Probably nice Not over the there. Salt Lake. Higher taxes, but um, good quality of life. Okay. What? I want some actual uh, playoff takes here because uh, I want to feel like if I did choose to make a quick jaunt across the Illinois border to place any wagers, I'd have some sort of uh, idea of what's going to happen aside from Boston definitely not following through with how their season went. Yeah, that's kind of the 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 hot, not hot take, uh, a cold take at this point, if you will. The, the Bruins had the mm. greatest regular season of all time. And to, to follow that through and win the Stanley Cup w- would be it, – it'd feel chalky, but it wouldn't be because, the you know, when the playoffs roll around, you throw out the record books, as they say, KJ. So it, it, it would be the chalk answer, but it's also so hard to win. These Winning 16 games over the next two months is as hard of a thing as there is to do in sports. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if any of these teams knocked them out. Um, the the thing I wanted to say is if you're watching a series for the first time, maybe you're dipping your toe in the water as far as hockey goes, uh, let me point you no further than the Kings and Oilers series. Ooh. Got Connor McDavid, star power here. Connor McDavid uh, had 150-something points this year. That hasn't been done uh, in, in decades. Like crazy, crazy amount of points. And his team is so good and they're so fast and fun that they, they win games like 6-5. They're not playing the 2-1, like 2004-2005 hockey. If you're wanting to look, just have fun watching a hockey game, watch Kings Oilers because both teams play fast. Kings are super young. They're kind of like the, the up-and-comer. They shouldn't necessarily be here yet in their rebuild, but they're finally kind of ready to make that next step. Same thing with New Jersey. Uh, and, and that's going to be a blast to watch. If you want to watch just some... Some hardcore, you'll know 50 to 75% of the names on the ice, even if you're sort of a, a casual hockey fan. That's the Maple Leafs and Lightning series. Lightning trying to win their third cup in four years. Maple Leafs trying to make it out of the first round since I was in high school, basically. Mm. Fun fun times all around. And then, the uh, like KJ mentioned, the Crack House. First, ho- first time hosting a playoff game mm. at, at Climate Pledge <laughs> Arena. They do draw the avalanche, which is not... Uh, not ideal. What is the climate pledge? It's Jeff Bezos's thing. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's reducing the carbon footprint of something. I don't. Who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, they take the water to make their like their beers. Oh okay. <laughs> their beers aren't ultra ultra right, are they? They're definitely they're they're definitely not. <laughs> Good. Um, and then Dave, I wanted to talk about your your Dallas Stars here. They draw you know, the Minnesota Wild, mm. who famously they stole a team from once. Famously. Mm-hmm. North Stars. Bad blood, you could say. A lot of bad blood. Um, so last year, we got to see the uh, coming out party of Ottinger, who, uh, as they say, stood on his head, KJ, had the game seven mm-hmm. that they lost, but had like, you know, 95 saves or something crazy. Probably wasn't that many. Um, this season, uh, they're a better team, a deeper team, as Brett can probably explain better. I've actually watched more stars this season than I have in the last couple years, pretty much since the bubble. And I'm excited. 
I don't just put this sweater on for anything. I, had I thought that the stars were going to come in here and lay a turd, I wouldn't have brought out the sweater. But I had to bring out the winter classic Tyler Sagan official sweater. Brett, tell me some good news. Tell me what's going to happen here. Tell me the stars I've got a chance to make a run. Well, if, if, if this is anything like the stars we saw in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jamie Ben's going to be crushing Bud Lights, mm. and the boys are going to be absolutely buzzing. <sighs> I forgot we're only a few weeks removed from just watching an entire hockey team go uh, hit the blackjack tables and just actually I'm, I don't know if he was making a statement, but he was drinking Bud Light just saying that's what was happening. This was pre-controversy. It was a good time. And here's the thing. These teams have combined for 55 overtime games this season. That is a crazy amount. So this is just this is going to be a close, hard-fought series. If this one goes seven, KJ. I'm not surprised in the slightest. I do like Andre. Uh, I'm excited about it. Andre versus Fleury. Um, go ahead. Uh, Jake Ottinger versus Mark Andre Fleury, the Flower. Mm. Great goalie matchup. Deep teams all around. You look for a guy like Jason Robertson. You look for a guy like Kirill Kaprizov in, in Minnesota. Just I, he's he's been banged up too. So I think the Stars are the healthier team at this point. The the deeper team and the Stars get this done in six or seven. How about that Calder candidate that we saw who looks like a child? Wyatt, Wyatt Johnston. Johnston? What, a, what a stud he is. End of the year, very nice. Wiry, just, just looks like a TikTok teen. Does not look like a professional athlete. Potentially the most jarring realization I had when you were like, no, dude, that's, uh, that's the young guy. That's Wyatt. Yeah, it looked, I think he is 20 or 19 or something like that. So it makes sense. But yeah, the stars are getting hot uh, at the right time. The Wild have kind of been limping a little bit, especially when it comes to health. And Dave, I think you take this one home. I don't want to. I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm not trying to say go bet on this information. I'm just unbiased. Since my team uh, narrowly missed the playoffs. Yeah, I was going to bring that up in a in a very compassionate way. Since the, your saves did not make the cut, yeah. Who are you riding with? Uh, Edmonton Oilers. I have a Stanley Cup future, KJ. If you want to. <laughs> Go uh, over the cross the border, if you will, uh, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, they are plus seven fifty right now to win the cup. Not great value there. Um, if you're looking for value, I'm probably I like Dallas at plus fourteen hundred. Uh, I like Tampa Bay at plus fourteen hundred. Vegas plus fourteen hundred. Those are some value plays. Boston is plus two seventy five to win the cup. That's almost hilariously low, I guess. Hmm. Kind of ironic, uh, you know, to have any, I wouldn't say suggestions, you know, but, uh, you know, information regarding uh, friendly wagers uh, when referring to Edmonton. Uh, And maybe that's just how good Connor McDavid is that you don't even think about or talk about uh, Evander Kane being on the Oilers and how far his career has (laughs) gone. I'm not an Evander Kane guy myself. I, I think there's nobody where, is where there's where there's smoke, <laughs> there's fire, and I think there's a lot of a lot of fire in his past. Um, but he's he's played well, and you kind of I hate to say root for him because he is kind of a just a dickhead. Uh, but he got his wrist slashed uh, a couple months ago <clears throat> and had you know blood pouring out over the ice, and you you, you just you hope a guy's okay in that situation. Never wished injury upon anybody, mm. but like if that you know. If that's fifty years ago. This thing, that things can get really, really bad, and so you Thanks. you root for him to be healthy at the very least, off the ice issues uh, aside. 
How healthy are the abs when going into this playoffs? They're not. Dave Landeskog, mm. not uh, not ideal for them. Uh, McCarr has been banged up. He just kind of came back. So if if there's Kale. a surprise, I like KJ. I like hockey KJ. I like that. But if there's a surprise, I might I might go cracking a cracking over Evs. Ooh, I don't like to say it, but if there's a surprise, maybe that might that might be it. Is there still a rumor of, of Houston uh, getting a team? Yes, Dave. There's a there's a a vote next month. The city of Tempe, Arizona, familiar? Oh yeah, down around uh, Tempe way. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Arizona State, Dave. I don't know if you've ever. Oh yeah. Okay. I dated a girl from Arizona State. Really? No, <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, so Tempe. No, has but a... one convinced me to spend nine ninety nine monthly recurring <laughs> shipping and handling being the only fees. <laughs> oh, Randy liked that one. Um, so they have a vote next month. Is it's a public referendum on whether they should build this multi billion dollar entertainment complex, which includes a new arena. Now, if that goes through, then the Coyotes and Gary Bettman's ego are intact. If that does not go through, the Coyotes are probably gone in the next year from Arizona, Houston, Kansas City, Quebec City, Salt Lake. Salt Lake, you name it. Those are kind of in the mix for a team. How are they going to – I do not think they could fit a team in Driftwood. Like the fact that they would even have like a, a Salt Lake team is just weird to me. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Michael Melman, he can do – he can work wonders. He can pull the – he can pull strings. Oh, it's a hyper-regional niche. I'm sorry. That sucked. I apologize. Check out the Salt Lake, though. I saw my buddy uh, Matt threw up in the parking lot after we ate there one time. It's nice. great. Salt Lake City, Dave. Uh Famously has a uh, uh, an expansion proposal for an MLB team as well. But little breaking news here, per Kevin Weeks on Twitter, look out for the Atlanta suburbs trying hockey for the third time. Building Eesh. a rink. Is it just so easy to get a rink, get like a new stadium built? Like people are just are just they just vote for shit. Oh like, yeah, because they're like, <laughs> oh that'd be cool again. Yeah, fuck it, man. We'll foot the bill. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's try. Hey, who cares if our town doesn't have uh, public transportation? Looking at you, Arlington. I, I guarantee <laughs> the North Atlanta suburbs don't. They're just like, yeah. We'll take. We'll take. They they just got the Braves, Cumberland, uh, Cumberland, Georgia, Dave, mm. and a and like a multi billion dollar mixed use acreage. What are we even doing? Is Austin on the list? On the short? On the long list? Anywhere? They would be if they had a rank. At all, I guarantee. I guarantee you, if there was a if, if Tito Beverage, ironic name, wanted a team in Austin, <laughs> it is he could figure it out because <laughs> that you'd have to build a rink somewhere near downtown. Uh, you'd probably have to make that rink able to play basketball games. So if the Spurs wanted to do a thing every year, you could. They made the Moody Center too small, so you can't use the Moody Center. Uh, it will not hold a hockey rink, mm. which. Weird. Feels like a miss on their part. Real quick, um, something I felt completely ignorant of was the discovery that uh, former Stars coach Jim Montgomery was the uh, manager of the Boston Bruins. Mm -hmm. The something greatest, else greatest I regular season team of all time. Yeah, something else I definitely totally knew is that uh, Rick Bonus, after seeing the meme from last week, Landed on his feet as well and has a team in the playoffs, former Dallas Stars coach with uh, the Winnipeg Jets. And I know Hitchcock's retired, but 
it just doesn't seem like Dallas gets enough credit, the stars specifically for having like a very good track record of head coaches. Like Pete DeBoer came with skins on the wall with his work in Vegas in, I don't know, in the Dallas sports world. I don't think we very frequently like look to the stars as the example of, Oh, they hire high quality, you know, coaches that are wanted around the league. I don't think there are similar examples elsewhere in DFW. I don't know how common it is in hockey though. No, no, and and I'll I'll speak to the stars. I I went for that Sabres game. I mean, a Sabres weekday game in the middle of January, Mm -hmm. and the rink was packed, and and it was an awesome experience. It wasn't like Dallas was this high-flying first-place team. They're kind of just a good team, and I I was thoroughly impressed by the entire presentation. The, The fan base is awesome, and I, I, I don't know if you give Giglardi or whatever his name is credit for that, but um, mm. there, there's something special about hockey in Dallas. Yeah, that's why. Lindy Ruff is also a coach oh, of the yeah. devil. Sorry. There you go. I Uncle just realized Lindy. another one. Uncle Lindy, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, I, that's why I think it would work in Austin because um, the reason it worked in Dallas, this actually isn't comparable, but it worked in Dallas because when they, when, when they came down here in the early 90s, um, you had a lot of people that, like the Stars fan base, I would say mostly the people who fill the rink every night are not like super sports fans. Like they saw a chance to get into something that's new and there wasn't like a, a learning curve necessarily. Whereas like they probably weren't that interested in sports and like they're going to just, they're not going to just go jump into the Mavs or the Cowboys. Um, so it worked. It's a little bit like of, a, of an alternative crowd. And I think it would work in Austin. Soccer's working here, but. Whatever, that's yeah, fine. Houston, I, Houston would be fun too. Yeah, and Houston is is turnkey. The the Toyota Center, whatever that the center is now, uh, can can hold hockey. Can ha, has the the ability to do uh, ice there, no problem. So that that that's as turnkey as a, as a franchise franchise could get. And and you have Tillman Fertitta as well, who is a power broker among many sports and many colleges. And he he would, uh, I think he would be involved for sure. Got it. But we'll see. We'll see with the Coyotes uh, with that vote. There's also the May 8th uh, NHL draft lottery. So the Coyotes will mm. find out where they fall. Uh, and there's there's three or four general, generational talents, Dave, in this draft. Connor Bedard, you'll, you'll be hearing a lot of him. Uh, he is probably the best person to be drafted since Connor McDavid. Ooh, almost a decade ago. Three to four generational so, talents. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, they have this guy, yeah. Matvey Mishkov, who's Russian. Mm. Uh, problem with him, he's, he said he's not coming over for a couple of years until his KHL contract is finished. Ah, uh, yeah. I wonder how much say he has in that. Until his service yeah. is over. Right, exactly. And then, finally, uh, Adam Fantilli. You Michigan kid, Dave. Okay. Going to be a very, very, very talented hockey Adam player. Fantilli. Fantilli. Okay. Noted. Member of the uh, Regazzi. Well, Brett, thank you so much. I'd like to, uh, real quick, give a shout-out to our good friends at Athletic Greens. How did I start my day? Probably the same way KJ and Brett started their day, with AG1. Better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, all that stuff. I don't like taking five or six different vitamins just to get what I need. Give me something easy. That's why AG1, which is one scoop, Gives you 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, 
your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. KJ, all the things. Shake it up, mix it with your tomatillo sauce, get all of the, uh, you'll still get all the health benefits as long as you can finish it, theoretically. Uh, but yeah, AG1 is critical for me personally because, as David said, taking multiple uh, pills in vitamins just a pain in the butt. You can do one very delicious shake, or not shake, but mix into your water in the morning, nothing else, and uh, you're good to go. I have dropped it into my my protein shakes sometimes. If uh, Yeah, if I forget, if I go to the gym and forget... I'll do that right after as a recovery device. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. And what I like is that it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, all while still tasting good. You know Dylan is not here, but if he was here, he would be very, very much excited that uh, you do not have to intake uh, a bunch of sugar to do so. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash bang. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash bang to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. <sighs> Glad we got Brett on to talk a little seam. Welcome to the seam room. We're talking baseball, Brett. Not very often that uh, if you're a Rangers fan, you get to watch some Sunday night baseball. And uh, we've had two Sunday night baseball games mm -hmm. uh, here as Rangers fans, which is not the norm. It's been a long time since they had hosted one. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, we would – we need to start by giving a shout out to our good friend Brent Rooker, the uh, of the A's. KJ, you've been following this development. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a too He's much. He's going dip absolutely bump. loco. A little slow start, first couple of games, and the A's overall aren't necessarily what everyone's tuning into for the AL West. That would be uh, the Rangers, and Angels, Astros, whatnot. But Brent is absolutely going ham uh, right now, averaging over three hundred percent. Uh, ops over a thousand. Most importantly, as we all expect and know and love Brent Brent for is uh, four dingers right now with 11 RBIs on a very young season. And that's without having played, I want to say two or three games to get his head right. Also flashing um, a little glove so out yeah. there in the outfield. Yes, he is. Flashing yes, the leather. Is, so. Doesn't he have like stupid exit velo going on? Like he's hitting the yeah, piss, piss out of the ball. He's like top five. Yeah. Yeah, a couple uh, upper deckers, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it's incredible to see this happen. And the conversation he had with us was just, I would say, very humble in a very accurate way. You know, his focus was on making the team, making this roster. And after having a couple of rough games, dude's doing quite well early in the season. So keep it up. Um. We got to talk MLB City Connect uniforms. This is um, something that was introduced during the 2021 season to shake up the uniform design across the sport in the most dramatic fashion since the league introduced the turn ahead the clock alternates in the late 90s. I don't remember those, but I would like to go back and visit those. Um, Randall, if you may, um, toss it up there. The one that's really been, obviously, as Rangers fans, uh, KJ and I, the, the Rangers. City Connects have really caught our eyes. 
But let's look at some of the other ones because there are some really, really good ones. And a, a theme I'm noticing is that they're either excellent or horrible, not really anything mid. Take, for example, the Colorado Rockies, who mm. we have right here. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. I've seen some people being critical. I think these are clean. A lot of people don't like the green pants with the majority green top. I do. You make these, you make these purple, then I'm a huge fan. You like you you lean into the Rockies purple. The green I get because it's more uh, ecologically accurate, I guess. But but uh, yeah, the, too much green for me. Make it purple, then we can talk. Smoking weed and shit. Mm. Speaking of smoking, I was going to say they look like a pack of Newports. Mm -hmm. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Do they do they make uh, menthol cigarettes illegal? Is that a thing? They were trying to. I have no idea. Can't even exist in the society anymore. What the fuck? Uh, Randy, <laughs> scroll down, scroll down because I want to give some love to your uh, your White Sox. These South Sides look really clean. I like these a lot. Um, not really sure what the logo is on the hat, but the jerseys itself, I think it's I think it's nice. Extremely clean. You just can't wear these yeah. in the middle of summer. You're too hot. <laughs> true. That's very true. Yeah, ten out of ten. Uh, the Marlins have a couple of different things going on, which we won't see here on this example. Uh, but if you do search for them at all, it's what you would expect. And I give the Marlins leeway to do whatever the hell they want because ever since they put the pinball machine out in the outfield and took it away, I think they've let the world know they do not give a fuck about what they put on their jerseys. And I can appreciate that. They have no traditions. That's their tradition. Scroll down a little bit to the Padres, because I think the Padres have maybe accused of a little bit of uh, Miami swagger jacking. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't really know. This. I can see that. You see it? I don't know. I just, when I see pink and like the, these colors scream Miami Vice to me. Agreed. Uh, real quick, the Nationals. I'm not big on the whole obsession with the uh, cherry blossoms, but the uniforms are dope. I support throwing some pink in any jersey you got. I don't disagree, KJ. I think gray is just such a, a give-up color on any sports uniform ever. It's just like either go white or go black. Gray is just such a, you know, a washout color. Ugh. we got to talk about our Texas Rangers. Um, the gothic lettering. Randy, I don't know if you're going to find it on there. Um, it yeah, might. it's not on. It's not on that initial one. You may have to check the others. Yeah. Well, he's pulling that up real quick. I will just say we do need to give proper credit. Houston's is okay. Space City, whatever. I just like that they are one of the few navy and orange teams out there. Uh, Brewers, Brew City is great, and um, Kansas City Royals with the piping of uh, like that font they've got going with that is tremendous. So let's get to the Rangers. I think the biggest thing the Rangers have going against them is that they thought that they needed to make uniforms for the Metroplex. It's far too big. It encapsulates too many towns, two, three, two very, very large towns, and then Arlington, where they play, which is a large town in and of itself, KJ, your hometown. Um, mm -hmm. Randy pulled up a nine-by-nine nine <laughs> image. Sorry, Randy. There you go. I, did, I, did, I, 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 uh, I kind of... Uh, handcuffed him on this one didn't send him a link but we could just say that um it's getting widely panned they're doing something that i've never seen done before i feel like no one has ever just said you know what let's create a mythical creature 
Not only is it a mythical creature, but it's a hybrid mythical creature. It's a blend of the Dallas Eagles and Fort Worth Panthers. Uh, two teams KJ and I are very familiar with. We won't get into detail, but we both know a lot about their history. Um, Got to say, as far as intimidation goes, the Peagle, as they're calling it, pretty dope. The thought of a panther that can fly, frankly, it scares me, Brett. Yeah, isn't that called a uh, griffin or something like that? But also, please, as somebody who's super ignorant on the Dallas Panthers, <laughs> or excuse me, the Dallas Eagles and Fort Worth Panthers, what is what are what are those? Those are some teams from Dallas and Fort Worth, so, respectively. So much history, like legendary. Like, if I had to rank them, certainly up there with well-known franchises around Dallas, Fort Worth, such as I don't know the Burn, the Sidekicks, the Brahmas. Um, the Arlington Optimist Texans, a minor league team uh, playing in the Texas League between 1949 and 1957. Oh, of course, when when there were certainly no civil issues in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, Dallas <laughs> Dallas was famously very progressive during that time. Not really. Um, what was the other team? Fort, uh, Fort Worth. So they were 1920 to 1925, Dave. Okay. Even better. I knew, I knew that, right? Yeah, they they were, I'm sure, socially lead the charge. You think they were serving Bud Lights at their games? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, look, I, well, I, I knew we were saying the Fort I knew Worth Panthers though. That was you were, you were you're more familiar with the Fort Worth Cougars. Am I right? Okay. Okay. Well, of course, then, the reference well here is that I've hooked up with many many older women in my day, and that is just not the case. Brett, Jesus, this guy, this guy, he sits the, in for uh, Dylan and immediately gets in the horny chair. Got to keep it warm. The, KJ, or, uh, the, I mean, the first manager real quick of the Dallas Fort Worth Spurs, uh, Whitey Lockman, uh, the yeah. last manager of the uh, Fort Worth Spurs, uh, Cal Ripken Sr. No, uh, okay. And even mix in a Jojo White to make sure that it stays very white all the way through. I don't know if that's who's being referenced here, but. Anyways, back to the jerseys. KJ, or, if uh, this was an expansion team, would you hate these jerseys? Yes. I don't like that. It's the hat for me. I like the color scheme, what they're trying to do with the white and black. A lot of people don't like the black pants. I do. Black, white, and red yeah. can be sick. Had they just done something a little bit different with the logo? It's just a little too gothic, and they threw in a spur, which I like the spur. But I don't know, man. I think this will probably grow on me, and it's not like they're wearing them every series. So um, I do want to clarify one thing. I've turned producer Randy's uh, mic up because um, Brett alluded to a griffin. And, Randy, you had a look on your face. I'm curious <laughs> if you could. It's similar. It's similar. But uh, a griffin has the body of a lion, the head and wings of an eagle. So it's, it's close, but has the head of an eagle, Brett. So you're completely oh, wrong, and you're okay. an idiot. Cat family. Yeah, yeah. I mean Randy 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 acted like I missed that by like nine genuses. No, that I that would be considered like the same fucking family. Who you got? Peagle or Griffin right now? Head up. Griffin. King of the jungle. Imagine if that's dude, if the tech was there for the king of the jungle, which is weird because lions aren't really jungle animals. If a giant if a lion could fly, then a lot of people, a lot of species, humans included, are in trouble. If a lion could okay. fly, I correct, mean, yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing right now. Not super aerodynamic, so that maybe that's what would save us. But uh, like you take you take a, a six foot raptor, a bird of prey that existed millions of years ago, mm -hmm. and put up against that a, a flying lion who 
appears to be relatively new to the skies. I'd, I'd probably take the Raptor. There's a learning curve yeah. uh, for the lion. I yeah. would probably put a manticore as the number one. It has the body, head of a lion, wings, and a tail of a scorpion. That would probably be the one that takes it home. I put oh. any of them against me in a 30 out six, and I don't like their odds. Yeah, I'll, take, oh, I'll, take the, I'll take the A10 Warthog. <laughs> here we go. Country KJ. <laughs> Last, before we move on, uh, I was not aware that this was the title, but the term ahead, the clock jerseys, you mentioned you weren't familiar with them. I wasn't either, but I think we both are. If we, Randy, if you can pull that up, just Google turn ahead, the clock jerseys and just hit images. We're doing okay relative to this era. Oh no. Uh Oh yeah. This is the sleeveless Jersey era. Oversized logo era. Uh, when did this exist? Your boy. Oh, uh, late nineties for sure. Because my eighth grade, uh, photo in the yearbook is me in a black New York Yankees Jersey with blue, like trim sleeves. Of course there were no sleeves or shirt underneath that. So, I was in on the uh, turn ahead, the clock jerseys and did not realize it. Yeah. I, I forgot about this and um, these are really, really bad. And I actually kind of feel bad <laughs> for dogging what a lot of the, a lot of the current ones that we just did because they are not anywhere close to this. No, Rocky's sick. They see, you can't go wrong with the purple mountains. God dang, dude. I just want to have a team that has a good aesthetic. None of the Dallas, the only Dallas team that has a good aesthetic for stuff like this, it's the Cowboys, and it's because they refuse to change anything. Because why mess with something that's classic? Whereas, like the Mavs, anytime the Mavs try to roll out an alternate, it's always trash. Even though I almost bought one at a game a few years ago, I try to convince myself that no, actually, this is dope. It's not dope. They don't even use them anymore. No, the star. I'll give the stars some credit. They they do okay. Like that's that's sick right there. The yeah, the well, winter classic. Is a good is a good jersey. It's a good sweater. They do well with it. it. Yeah, I'm, well. I'm very nervous well, where Fanatics is about to take the NHL jerseys. By the way, mm. the mood the Mooderist jersey would say otherwise about the Stars' history. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but as we're talking animals, uh, Randy, can you Google Mooderist jersey? I'm sorry to do all this in one day. Are but you saying Mooderist? The Stars have had a miss. Yeah, you can yes, I definitely. Oh, am. it's like the Brahma Bowl. M O O T E R U S. Mooderist. It's like a uterus, but moo. Correct, because they threw up a uh, yeah. jersey that had the, what do you call it, astrological design of a Brahma, and it just looked like a big bikini mm. logo. Yeah, this mm. was not a good time for Stars. <laughs> I think this is toward the end of the Madonna era. Might have been losing uh-huh. his C. I, I see know. why they call it the Motorist, because it's it's fallopian tubes and a U.S. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm picking up what you're right. putting down. Oh wow! I didn't even I didn't realize that. I thought that was like the actual name for the mythological creature. Okay. Well, I'm not the only one that refers to it, as you can see. But anyhow. All right. Last thing on baseball: Rangers went into Houston, took uh, took a series for the first time in forever. It feels really, really good to be competitive again. Not saying we're going to win the division. Just want us to be competitive for the wild card, and I'll be happy. Amazing what that Astros lineup looks like without Altuve, and how more. Uh, <laughs> approachable it is man really nice nice not having to pitch to him but damn it i forgot that he was out that really takes away from the screenshot uh, screenshots i've been sending to the uh, astros fans in one of my group chats he's just like yeah enjoy the early season wins and then sends a picture of a world cup or world cup world series trophy mm. anyways it sounds like you're slaying in this group text <laughs> no just taking l's about weather basketball everything um 
We got to talk NBA. Let's do some round ball. Yes. This is why we brought Brett on. I watched uh, <laughs> multiple basketball games this weekend. First time I can say that in a year since I watched playoff basketball last year. Do you have a financial interest? No. I, I just straight up watched it. I had a blast watching the uh, Suns-Clippers game. One of the most fun basketball games I've seen in a long time. You rarely see a guy who's 3-for-19 take over a game in such a way. But God darn it, <laughs> if Russ didn't do it. You know what, man? He's a guy who I have at times, when he was on the Thunder and I thought the Thunder were about to run the world, um, I really, really hated him. And then I grew to love him just because I, I kind of like started following him on Instagram. And I was like, oh, I like his personality. He just he does his own thing, and I respect that. I was happy to see that. Not only because I do hate the Suns with a passion, um, it was good to see Russ contribute. Big defensive play there, especially on on Booker. Booker oh is he is he like the you know my my first impression seeing him play for the first time in my life? Uh, little bitch, uh, <laughs> <laughs> little bit, yeah, yeah. He uh, he has run afoul of Luca. He and Luca butted heads many times, especially in the playoffs last year. Um, He's a great scorer, and he played good defense last night. And he's a, he is a good player, but not um, not someone that I really, really like. Yeah, it was fun to just it, – it, like the Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Kevin Durant book, and then you got like the Paul George list Clippers with uh, – what's his face? Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi, and like it was – it felt like watching an all-star game. Yeah. Um, Kawhi is still that guy. He's still that guy, pal. <laughs> Why does yeah. he wear ankle socks? He looks like he's from the nineties. Because he's a weirdo and he doesn't care. Like he's just <laughs> he's just that's what makes him great. He's just not concerned with like he's not like he's like the polar opposite of KD. And KD is very concerned about what people think about him. Yeah. Whereas Kawhi is just like, yeah, I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear these shorts from uh 2001. Right. He's like Kawhi because he he looks like he's dressed to play at the Y. Exactly. I like that. Okay. Okay. He did a thing. I respect it. Um, watching the rosters of teams in the West just makes me sad to be a Mavs fan because I look at their rosters as, you know, Brett just laid out two of them. Like, and you look at the Mavs, like now with Kyrie you feel a little bit closer to what experience people are getting elsewhere, but it, you just lack, I don't know. JaVel McGee and Tim Hardaway Jr. are like the equivalents of like, Oh, here are some names that have been around the league and done things places, but now they're additional like usable parts d'angelo russell being like the number three on the lakers um it just it blows my mind when you see not really depth um uh, but just how many names on some of these teams where you're like yeah i i would definitely like to be able to root for half of them um real quick the uh warriors kings i missed the game but i did see the uh chatter online after the fact uh e40 Respectable artist in, a, in and of his own right, out of the Bay Area, always at uh, Golden State Warriors games, was apparently asked to leave the game at Sacramento because, according to him, uh, he said racial bias still exists because uh, I guess the fan that was complaining behind him was a white woman. Uh, but he'd been warned by security that he'd been standing excessively is what the official statement was. Uh, they're looking into it further. He was doing uh, the Brett Merriman stand-up <laughs> challenge. He was doing the stand-up challenge. <laughs> Good for E40. I, res I respect excessive standing. You should send him a personal note. 
He's 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 doing better. KJ can't stand on one foot anymore and put a sock on. So oh, okay, he had to do it okay. to him. The thing is, I wanted to tweet out a little bit of privilege, and people took it as I just am no longer capable. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm so comfortable in life, I don't need to stand up and and put my socks on. It's just uh, you know it's wild. That, I see. Uh, Dude. You find me in an airport bathroom trying to like change out of one outfit into another, like a work suit to casual clothes. And your boy's not sitting down anywhere to put on those socks. Dude. Like I'll figure it out. In the gym, in the locker room, I've, there's so many dudes who, because they're butt naked and they want to put their socks on, they don't want to sit down. Cause you know, it's just weird sitting down naked mm-hmm. for me at least. And you get so many just old dudes trying to put their socks on like while standing naked and it's like, dude, one of these days you're going to fall into somebody and it's just going to be a weird scene. It's also the the ugliest a human body can look is a hunched over either underwear pull up or sock put on. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no, nobody looks good doing that. You're right. You're right. We'll do a little mental copy and paste that same human being, throw some shorts on them and then drop them about three feet over a pool. All of a sudden you're like, this is about to be a sick can opener. I'm here to see it. You put it in a locker room and I'm not there for it at all. I love where your brain just went there, KJ. <laughs> Anyways, E40 got kicked out. It was a problem. Whatever. I like um, E40. West Coast legend, man. Can we get some knee jerk picks of like who we want? Speaking of knees and jerking, uh, who you want to see in the finals? I don't know. Um, it connects kind of. Well, I mean, I. I always so since the Mavs aren't even in the playoffs, I'm like, all right, who do I hate the least? I really <laughs> like, I actually like Giannis quite a bit. Is he okay? Uh, back contusion. Okay. Last I saw, they were gonna wait, see how he felt today. I th- I assume he will be back, if not for game two, but for game three. That was of all the injuries that went down yesterday, potentially the least worrisome. Um, but yeah, I like the Bucks. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks win another one. That team. They do have Grayson Allen. Oh, fuck. See, there's always something. Always somebody. Whatever. That's fine. Give me give me the bucks, KJ. But then you have my favorite moment of the weekend when I, I actually did turn on the uh, Lakers Grizzlies. Pulling for the Lakers, by the way. Uh, just, just can't stand the Grizzlies. Don't like anything about them. <laughs> Used to love Jaw. There was a time last year where I wanted Dylan Brooks. Actually, still want Dylan Brooks on my team. He's a great player. But, God, he says some things. And he stirs it up, man, which is good content. I'm glad he does it. But that team, man, uh, when Jaw went down, landed on his hand, bent it back the other way, I thought there's no way. He came back on the bench. I don't know what the word is. I don't see how he could possibly play again. X-ray's negative. How? How? And it was not the wrist, apparently. It was the hand that they were looking at. But uh, game two, certainly in question. Uh, Tyler Hero. Also injured, but he for sure broke, uh, I believe, a finger um, out for the heat. That's uh, uh, who from the West do you want to see? I I guess. Are you saying the Lakers? No, uh, from the West. uh, Ooh, man. Actually, Lakers, anybody from the East is a a great matchup. Um, Realistically, anybody but Phoenix and Memphis. (laughs) Anybody but those two teams. I do hate phoenix more than i hate memphis but those those are the two teams i do not want to see uh make a run i don't want to see a a happy ending for chris chris paul brett 
I want to see the Knicks make a run. I feel like it would be fun on Twitter if the Knicks were involved because then you get like the old the old uh, yeah. guys coming out of the woodwork and like Russillo or whatever. You know, I, he's a Celtics guy, but like you get the that would be fun basketball Twitter. I feel like to have the Knicks in the mix, so to speak. Uh, out of the West, my grandfather would love the way Nikola Jokic plays. Mm-hmm. God rest his soul. But uh, gigantic dude with a lot of beef on him and a crew cut, my grandpa would be like, well, see his footwork, Brett? You got to pay attention to him. I'm like, Grandpa, I don't play basketball, so <laughs> I, I don't really care. But he just he's so alarmingly big, and he moves. Like, it doesn't look smooth, but you can tell it is in a way. Like, I don't know. His it, footwork is phenomenal. Yeah, it, it just, it just kind of like he's a little herky-jerky with it, but it just – then you – I'm sure if you slowed it down, you'd be like, oh, it looks perfect. Yeah. He just makes plays, man. He does. He's phenomenal. That's a team. Uh, Nuggets, Nuggets, Bucks would be really fun. You'd have Jokic, uh, Giannis head up, and I really don't have anything against the Nuggets. That's good team. I'm I'm gonna go Nuggets as well. Jamal Murray. I think we kind of forgot about him because he was out all year last year. And how tremendous he was to watch in the bubble, uh, and then he got hurt the following year. So give me the Nuggets. Um, Man, the Knicks would be exciting on Twitter. There's no question about that. I I, um, I can't I can't see the Jalen Brunson thing is is such a that's true. Jalen Brunson, the might, Mark Cuban era. I like I like Randall though. Julius Randall's awesome, but Dallas is own. I exactly and and maybe I don't know what it is, but I think that I'm past my hate of Trey Young, and I don't know if there ever was any hate, but I'm over Trey Young's. Like I don't think he as as hateable as he used to be. And maybe it's just because Devin Booker's taking that spot, but I really like Sadiq Bay. Give me uh, the Hawks losing to the Knicks in the Eastern conference final. And, and I would watch almost every game or the Cavs ahead of schedule would be tight too. Yeah. The Hawks, um, they are on the verge of implosion just because they're, you <laughs> always sure. love to see the, someone leak that the, that Trey young is, is on the trade block. Um, right before you start your first round series, and then like the stuff starts coming out that he's not a great teammate, blah blah blah. Chartered his no own way. flight home. I, I don't know. I, I have nothing against Trey. I like him because him and Lucas seem to be good friends. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like I like this guy. That's a really sad way to exist and watch sports. Like, does this guy please like my star? Please like my favorite player. That's how I. That's how I exist. It's so mm-hmm. sad. KJ, I take my answer back. Whoever Bam Adebayo and Serge Ibaka play for, uh, I'm rooting for them to win so their value goes goes up. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and now I'm looking at the Hawks roster. I don't think I love it as much as I thought it did. I just like DeJounte Murray. I like John Collins, and I like Sadiq Bey. Uh, I don't know why, but I like those three players. Um, so, yeah, whatever. Give me the Knicks minus Jalen Brunson. Um, I think that'd be fun to see. Anyways. Okay. That's round ball. Fun. Man, was I glad to see our good friends at Bird Dogs hop back on board. Brett, when they sent us that package and we busted it open, it was like Christmas morning. Do you remember where you were? You were here, actually. Do you remember? I I don't think I was here. I got back. I came back and they were sprawled out. Did you miss? Did you miss your chance? Did you lose some some stuff? Dylan probably took most of the good stuff. I I did. They they sent, but we have this thing where the the hind quarters of Washed Media are, are kind of. It's kind of nice because there's two medium boys and Will and Dave, and two large boys and me and Dylan, 
if we get and, and so we did kind of get uh, I, I get a good pick then you, you got randy with his dump truck ass we don't really know what size randy is though because his his legs are a medium but that his ass is an xl randy i'm putting you on the spot <laughs> here how you liking your bird dog shorts oh I'm, I'm loving them i'm loving them the joggers i'm loving everything what size are you it it just depends on the you brand. see it, it, I, dave it, it's hard to do generally the pants and shorts are medium but shirts it, it's between medium and large now the Ooh, liner, the boy. liner in the joggers and the shorts is a, a an all time liner. It's so good. Doesn't ride. Doesn't ride. It's a, it's perfect because I've we've had issues with that in the past. You get one, and once she gets up there, you're like, I, I, I want to adjust, but I'm at the gym. I'm gonna go to the bathroom to do this so I don't get arrested. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. You don't have that issue with bird dogs, KJ. Not at all. In fact, as soon as I got my delivery, being the only XL here in the group. I immediately went back to the website and said, I'm going to need at least one or two more items. I don't know if you've uh, perused their options, but your boy did add Lee. I did a lot of Coca to his repertoire after getting his delivery. So uh, <laughs> I am stocked up on both bird dog shorts and pants. The fits great. The comforts there, the stretchy fabric makes my legs look great. And if you can make my legs look great, I don't have great legs. I don't think, but they look good in bird dogs and they're versatile. They give me the freedom to wear one pair of shorts or pants on the golf course or to a meeting, a date with my wife, of course, or even the biblioteca if I want to go read a book. I'll, I'll give a personal anecdote here, Dave, as, as I know uh, advertisers like the driving range. You spend a lot of time there on your swing journeys. Bird dog your go-to? Uh, it's, 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 it's one of, it's in my rotation. Okay. I hesitate to call it my go-to, but it is in the rotation. That's huge. I'm just what? trying to be honest here. I got some news for you, Brett. You can enter promo code BANG at checkout for a free Yeti-style tumbler with every order. It's a metal thermos that keeps your drinks hot or cold. Yeti sells them for like $40. How about you just go get some bird dog stuff, enter code BANG, and get that free Yeti-style tumbler with every order. How about that? Pretty dope. Shout out to bird dogs. Happy to have y'all back on board. Ooh, Brett segment. Oh, yeah. This is Brett's Tab, brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. Okay. Best menu in the country, Walk-On Sports Bistro. Check out the one in North Houston. The, uh, I guess, the Klein-Tombaugh area. Fantastic Walk-Ons. More TVs per capita than anywhere I've ever been in a great menu to boot. Uh, the Ole Miss spring game was this weekend, Dave. And boy, am I a sicko, because I watched every snap of that thing. You really have a problem. It is disgusting. You, uh, did they have a, a moment of silence for any recently departed team members? Okay. Uh, I, Actually, I I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase that. Moment of silences would be appropriate. Did they take any penalties in their spring game for any recently departed team members? Uh, because not, that, not that I saw. Your Some SEC teams, did. East teams need to tap the brakes. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I see. I see. I did I see. not mean that as a pun. Next, oh, keep on going. Jesus. What happened in the Ole Miss spring game? Uh we have uh, there. There people are talking about how there's a quarterback battle. I don't think you can. I don't think you can take anything away from what was happening. They were running about three defenses total, uh, and they were just all base vanilla bullshit. And they were playing thud. And it was, it, you. It, I I try to make stark conclusions from that game, even though nobody should, nor any spring game. Although I did think the uh, the Florida game was funny when the coach came out afterwards. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Napier. And was like, yeah, we suck. We need a quarterback in the transfer portal. <laughs> we have no no Anthony Richardson walking through that door. Respect that honesty, though. Yeah, there was a it was it was fun to see uh, Ole Miss QB depth, probably better than it's ever been. Spencer Sanders looked good. 
Uh, he's probably not going to win the job, and I would assume he transfers in favor of Jackson Dart. But this kid, Walker Howard, Dave, LSU recruit, Walker. Who, who transferred Howard. to Ole Miss this spring. Woo, buddy. Mm. I'm excited for his uh, his tenure, which I believe will start next season. I'm excited for you. I'm pumped. Um, you know, we're going to get some calls to the uh, the dip line about, mm-hmm. like, your love for Ole Miss, which always happens. But, mm-hmm. you know. Who cares? It's my team. I'm happy for I never you. had a college football team. You I have picked one a now. team. You wrote for I picked them. a team, and I've not. I've not gone off the path. I picked you, a team. Sorry. You picked a team with a fun coach, to say the least. That is not like a powerhouse by any means, mm-hmm. but is competitive. So and you did it right. I donate to their NIL collective. Forty-two dollars <laughs> okay. a month. <sighs> He's disclosing it publicly. So now that's that's my so this is just basically a sports party before the sports party. Austin sports bar scene extremely lacking, Dave. Yeah, it's it's not good. It's not good. Completely you get, you have, agree. You have the Woodrows on one end, which is like a good play. If you want to just go watch the fights or a game, fine. It's outdoors. It can get really hot. You know, you you're, you're sitting on metal stools for most of the time. The turf heats up. The turf heats up. There's no good sports bar in Austin that to have like a good. To really good meal and enjoy a TV situation. Have you done Lavaca Street? Yes, I have. I was gonna thank you. I'm glad you added this. I was. It's still a dive bar level. Like there's no. I need carved downtown. Is what I'm saying. With more, with more emphasis on watching sports. Do y'all not have a Moxie's? I think that's what uh, the Dallas equivalent would be: a carve plus sports. Is Moxie's the place in the Crescent? Yes. Yeah, I think Moxie's a little well. You know, I'd say high end for Austin. Every new restaurant that opens up here is like a. It's too. It goes too high end, so they don't have any TV. Exactly. And Randy, Randy got well, geared up there. What do you got? It, it was Slovakia Street was the way to go. Isn't yeah. that, What about the one on? Thank South, you, Randy. South Lamar, like two, two or something like that. The South Lamar yeah. Lavaca Street is kind of no, like it's, no, it's, no. It's, oh, they, yeah, there's another one on South Lamar, but there's oh. another one right down the street from us. I think it's like called Toomey or something. Toomey's. Uh, you, the, their only problem that, that they have going for them, and Dylan would back me up on this, is that their apartment complex bars, mm. and they they all they kind of all of them put off a certain like apartment complex bar thing. Yeah, There's no, just, like a standalone <laughs> sports bar in the corner, like where Parlor is. There's a feeling that it's not going to be there for much longer. No, although Lavaca Street, the other one, the South Lamar location, it's technically under uh, an apartment complex, right? It is. Right next well, to the spoke. fourth, the fourth street downtown is is the one you go to. That's with the, turf the and big, tap yeah, or turf and surf and turf or whatever it's called Good connected food. to it. That one is is solid. Yeah, it, it is. It's very solid. It's just uh, a degree of of divey for me. It's Agreed. Not, it's not Agreed. a business dinner a and watch Monday Night Football kind of place. Oh, okay. Brett, look, I could confirm. Brett will go. Brett will go sit at a steakhouse bar and bust open a laptop on you. I've so seen will Dave, it. and Dave will meet former right guards of the Denver Broncos. That's true. Shout out Jay Carver. <laughs> need to have him on stuff. Okay. Uh, and then lastly, congrats to the United States women's hockey team winning the gold medal in the Women's World Championships, Dave. Yeah, I saw that. That's huge. You could hear the USA chants coming from my home. KJ, you watched that game, right? A uh, lot of Badgers on the roster, I'm sure. If they won, for sure. Not positive to name any here in the moment, but I'm sure. Oh, man, I'd love to hear how Brett is, is in on pickleball, but unfortunately we just don't have time yeah, to hear about your pickleball journey. <laughs> I am I am very much in on pickleball now. Okay. No way. You and you and everybody else, apparently. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's party. 
get on out of here. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about sports and we party at the same time. Uh, it says here Dylan was right about Jalen Hurts, KJ. Oh, I forgot. Dylan was not right about Jalen Hurts, but Jalen Hurts <laughs> got paid. He did. $255 million contract, Sheesh. or million dollar contract, $179 million guaranteed with a no trade clause. Mm. Lamar out there. Price just went up, question mark. Um, Man, like- shout out to the Washington Commanders and their pending sell to uh, some guy and Magic, even though the some guy has the money. I can't remember his name. Eric Harris, I want to say, and I'm probably wrong. Apollo Capital, um, I believe. Uh, I believe there is some... Uh- Couple, couple Epstein connects there. Not necessarily with him, but mm-hmm. with his former business partner. That's okay. We can get to that another time. Follow the money. Follow it. Uh, in here, I don't know who wrote it, but it says Snyder purchased the Commanders for eight hundred million. Did nothing but ruin RG three, kill Sean Taylor, rebrand and sell for a five point five billion dollar profit. That is conflation. Congratulations, Dan Snyder. I think I feel like you wrote that. You do these bullet points generally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one with the sub bullet points. Always. Yeah, that's you. Uh, sh- shout out to uh, NCAA's recruiting rule changes. We can go more into depth on this next week. How about we hit it there? Unlimited official visits and additional support post career. Some interesting things there. I like it. I have takes on that. Oh, might have to have Cliff, you back in the building. Cliff Kingsbury back in college football as a quarterback coach for USC. Welcome to the Big Ten, Cliff. Uh, I. I mean, USC is going to be fun either way. They were going to be fun before, but I hope this works out. I do too. I uh, Look, I don't. he doesn't have to worry about money, so I just hope he has fun. We like Cliff here, even though he's not that great of a coach. Very humble, though. We'll stand in line at a party. That's true. Famously. Uh, ooh, a little Speed Fitzpatrick shootout at uh, Old Harbor Town Way yesterday, Brett. Love the cannon situation they do. Everybody loves the cannon. Speed had two really, really good opportunities – to, to close that out, and uh, he did not. And, did he um, necessarily lose it, or did he just not win it? Um, like, did He, he par, lost it did and he... then didn't win it okay. at the same time. He lost it because he had the lead, mm-hmm. and Fitzpatrick got it to a playoff, and then he had two cl- chances to shut it out, or to shut it down, and, and he did not, and Fitzpatrick threw a dart uh, on 18 in the third playoff hole. And it was sick. And Matty Fitz, he gets the uh, plaid jacket. I like how they're trying to be a thing. Good for the RBC. It is. It's a. It. I know it when I see it, and that's that's important. It's an elevated event. Very successful. I think Matt Fitz gained like, won like three point six million dollars yesterday to win the fucking heritage. Shout out to him. Uh, oh yeah, Russell Wilson rolled a golf cart. That's all the information. Apparently he's okay, but I, you know. I don't know if he's trying to get trying to get Dylan to post him on TFM. I'm not really quite sure what the plan is, but yeah. Hopefully Russ is okay and back at it very soon. And that concludes the sports party. Brett, would you like to run us back? Sure. This is run it back, the segment which we talked about. What we already talked about. Uh usually my thing, uh, excuse me, usually Dylan's thing. Now it's my thing today. Here we go. Uh KJ got a light dusting. Of three to four inches overnight. Dave went, quote, taco loco over the weekend. That's 12 tacos, folks. Taco crazy. Taco crazy. KJ used to reheat pizza with digital media hardware. The fuck's wrong with you? Fact. <laughs> Wyatt Johnston looks like a TikTok team, according to Dave and Brett. Uh, Dallas Stars fans, according to Dave, not 
super sports fans. According to me, I'll say it. I can say that. Uh, Shouts to Brent Rooker, who has dropped a few upper deckers Mm. the past couple weeks. Uh, Ever since the Marlins took the pinball machine out of the outfield, KJ notes they, quote, do not give a fuck. (laughs) I don't even remember what the pinball machine was. It was just a weird bit they had. Uh, The Dallas Eagles and Fort Worth Panthers were way ahead of their time socially, uh, we think. Mm -hmm. Unconfirmed. (laughs) Uh, KJ is definitely not slaying his group text. Mm, sorry, buddy. Never. Kawhi Leonard, more like Kawhi MCA. You like that one, I'm going to mm. run that one to the ground. Uh, Dave, not a fan of sitting down butt naked in the gym. Nope, too cold. Dave, also not a fan of grizzly bears. <laughs> nope. Yes, I. What? Maybe that was the grizzly. I got that. Serge <laughs> Ibaka and Bam Adebayo are taking the playoffs by storm this season. Tune in and check out their performance. Pretty sure Serge is in our roster. Uh, Bam <laughs> in Miami, doing fine. A lot of Badgers on the USA women's hockey team, according to KJ. Uh, I'm a pickleballer now, and KJ does most of the sports party bullet points if people were wondering. A little pull back the curtain there. That's the conclusion of Run It Back. Brett, where can we find you? Cold Stove Pod. Myself and NRD, we do hockey stuff there. Mail-in podcast, myself and uh, Sally DeFreeze, we answer questions there. And Schmerman on Twitter and Instagram if you want to follow my social stuff. Very cool. KJ, thank you. We'll be back next week with Dylan. Until then, we'll see you later. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my Go chips stars. Playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. My team wins a big game, it's good.